Hey, pumpkins. Welcome to another episode of Copulators Die First. Hi. And as always, our episode contains spoilers. Heavy spoiler content. And if you haven't already seen the film, go ahead and press pause now and we'll be right here waiting for you when you're ready. Yeah. And now, on to this week's episode. Hello, pumpkins, and welcome to another episode of Copulators Die First. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Nicholas. Happy pre-Friday. Oh, my goodness. Happy pre-Friday to you. Oh, girl, it has been a week. So in the New Jersey, New York area, it's been raining nonstop for probably almost a week until today where it's suddenly 80 degrees. Oh, yeah, we had the same, well, that was us for, like, the last two weeks in the Cleveland metropolitan area, which, um, not to give anything away, but you'll be back in about eight weeks. That's true. We're having another um, glorious uh, vacay time together. A gaycation? A gay, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Full of new shenanigans, yet very similar ones as the last time as well. (laughs) I mean, same key players, you, me, Bethany Hendricks, yes. um, some art, uh, maybe some more hot dogs. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so like we've discussed this before, like perma permafall is like my desired way of life. So I've been like actually pretty happy and jolly with all of this rain. Um, and like, it's been so cozy. It's been like cozy weather. Like I could still wear my sweatshirts and, you know, it's just been great. And then like this morning started out like, I don't know, in the fifties, maybe sixties and it was whatever. And then, and then like my office just got so hot because we're not allowed to turn the air conditioning on until June 1st, which that seems like, I, I don't know an attack on all the employees of my company, but whatever. In, um, in the words of Laganja Astranja, I, I feel very attacked. I, I feel very attacked because how can I do my work while I'm like constantly patting my forehead dry? Um, and, you know, hashtag global warming and... It's not real, though, obviously. Like, hi. Uh-huh. But whatever. Yeah. How, how could that be real? That's not a real Totally. Thing. It's like not, you know, like whatever. And um, so, you know, most people are like, yay, summer, beach, whatever. And I'm like, no, summer. I'm just going to sweat for like three months. I don't want to. So. Yeah, I don't want to sweat. And <sighs> he also had the... Um, perma fall for about two weeks and now it's gonna start getting fucking hot like saturday and sunday are literally going to be like 85 fucking degrees out of nowhere out of nowhere it's been 60 ish all week it's been lovely a little rainy Mm -hmm. um it's 68 right now but uh you know that's tolerable yeah i'm just you know i my, my achy bones don't agree because i'm you know, a 29-year-old homo with mm. chronic body pain. 29-year-old homo. I need, that, yeah, for, I need that as, like, a shirt. 29-year-old oh. homo. Oh. Nick, make it happen. Make the merch. That's easy. I could do that. Uh, I would immediately go buy it. 
And, um, oh, speaking of that, um, our merch store is up. So go to it. Go to it now. And they frequently have sales and they don't tell us. Yeah, it's just like, oh, today it's 35% off everything. So, like, go to Public, go to our store, and um, all the links are in our homepage, um, which is in our Instagram homepage. So, click the link in our Instagram, and then click the link in our Anchor homepage, um, and then you're there. Um, But, you know, there's, what, like... um, I think maybe seven to eight designs right now. They're all. I know either... there's seven. Mm-hmm. So there's. Okay. So there's seven. Um, some of them are just like standard. Like copulators die first. Like will always be available merch. But then there's like pride stuff. And we have stuff for summer camp. Which is coming up uh, after pride month. So um, I'm not saying that you. Need to buy. But you know. If you love what you see, then perhaps you should. Um, And all of that money is going to end up helping us to grow and improve. So that's pretty cool. But um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, For right now. Oh, see, right now, everything up to 35% off limited time site wide sale right now. So go. Uh, Like uh, right now. uh, Prices will increase in four hours from now. So by the time this airs. Mm -hmm. It'll be over, but it'll probably be up again. So who the fuck knows? For all we know, no one will even realize that we're pre-recording this because they could have the same sale on Sunday or Monday. So whatever. Um, But um, yeah, we will have more designs for uh for Pride. Yes, and we will have cross our fingers. If I can also get off my lazy ass and figure out how to use Photoshop, um. Um, we can do another like summer camp design, like a like a spoopy like actual camper thing, maybe with like mm-hmm. a bonfire. I don't know. I don't. I can't draw. I'm a terrible person. I mean, most of everything I do is Photoshop, so it's not like I'm, you know, I, I I'm making original art, but with other people's artistic abilities. Also, you drew those little ghosts, dude. They look great. I did. I did draw the little rainbow ghosts. And Those I, little rainbow ghosts will look so cute on a mug, girl. On a phone case, you got an iPhone. Put it on your iPhone. And and the other pride um, designs going up are also going to be the little rainbow ghosts, just used in different manners to create eye catching or eye popping designs. So get ready. Um, and with yeah. the whatever we make commission wise from the pride designs we're gonna do something special with it and yeah. we're gonna try and get back to the community that yeah. has so graciously accepted our weird gay bodies our weird gay bodies <laughs> i love that um can we have a shirt that says weird gay body <laughs> I, I should i write that down right now i feel like yeah. i, I kind of like that i would wear that Everyone, I'm writing it down right now. Weird gay <laughs> bodies. Yes. <Yonks>. Oh. <laughs> oh, he used a pen. He used ink. Oh, I did. I I clicked that pen. It was like it was like the exclamation point at the end of that sentence. But um, 
Yeah, so merch store is up. There will be more special Pride merch coming very soon because June is right around the corner. Um, and I'm really sad that it's going to be summer because I'm going to sweat for three months and I'm not happy about it. So well, you're going to have overalls, so... <laughs> I am. I'm going to have overalls. Um, I just need to pay bills first. Um, oh, no. Hashtag... 31-year-old lady. Yeah, 31-year-old lady. Um, speaking of Jenna Marbles, I don't think... Have you watched her new video this week yet? I have not. Um, oh, because yesterday, um, I spent all of yesterday in a bad mood and a depression hole. And it was not one that Jenna Marbles could pull me out of. But um, um, pineapple feel- on pizza did help. Oh, Pineapple on pizza is delicious, so that that that's understandable. But um, she plays around with um, special effects makeup this week. Oh my god! <laughs> and it just—I watched it before we started recording, and it just was—I I loved it so much. I'm in love with her greyhound. So I mean, I'm love—I'm in love with all of her dogs, but specifically her greyhound because I used to work with greyhounds and Iggy's and. I am convinced that they are truly aliens. Like, they're they not real. Are. They seem like they're definitely aliens. But uh, my favorite is definitely Marbles. He's such a tiny little angry man. I just want to hold him. He would like that, maybe, for five seconds. Maybe five seconds? I don't know. I feel like he's just... I feel like Marbles is an even minier version of my dog, Luca. And Luca is a grumpy old man. He is. Like, I feel like they would just hang out and have the best time together, just sitting there and judging people. And not talking to each other. Not talking at all. They they would stare at each other every once in a while, like, give each other the side eye. And then they would look in opposite directions. And they would, like, just so that they have, like, you know, a grumpy old companion. Like, that's what I want that so much for. Like, um, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. Or like the old guys in um, the balcony in uh, the Muppets. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Luca is a Muppet. So Luca is literally a Muppet because he literally has no teeth. So he literally <laughs> has a Muppet mouth. Yeah. <laughs> My sweet so nephew. Marble. Marble also has no more teeth. So Marble is also a Muppet mouth. Like they're just they're made for each other. Also, fingers crossed, when I am in New York in approximately four weeks, I will have time to come down and see him. That'll be ideal. You you will meet him. He will begrudgingly meet you. Unless he's like, oh, you're pretty cool. And then he'll let you, like, immediately scratch his belly because he'll just plop and roll over. That's um, all I need. That's all I require. I call I call his fur... A little tuxedo because he has like a little tuft of white like right around where his dress shirt would start and then it goes yeah. all the way down his belly and then he's black and well he's he's like technically brindle but like he doesn't really have much brown hair he's mostly black but um salt and pepper now. he's now he's very much salt and pepper um my my little man my little man um, and him and him and Lucy would make it a, a good old couple. Oh my god! Like, see this the old. Maybe the new trend will be old dogs. You know, I hope so because there are a million old dogs that just need to be loved and adopted that it's are so surpassed cute. in shelters because they are not puppies. And I don't care if a dog 
wants to give love and be loved, I will be that person for them. Yeah. So maybe we will, maybe we'll even think about donating mm-hmm. our dineros to an animal related charity, but not the ASPCA because fuck those assholes. Well, we'll have to make a special design of some kind and yes. the proceeds can go. Um, yeah, obviously. I would, lo- I would love that. That would be so fun. So I'm going to write dog. <laughs> Pet? Dog design. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we could just use a vintage uh, Luca Charles design. Maybe. Um, because I, I do love him. There's some Luca Charles designs that we have already. We'll, we'll see. Um, uh, Sweatbands. I, I actually think I might have a Pride-esque Luca Charles design. Anyway, Luca Charles is an old venture of mine where I thought I was going to make lots of money off of making t-shirts on Threadless with my dog's face on them. Um, and then we made like $14, so it's fine. That's still better than no dollars. It's, it's right? true. Like the $14 definitely helped with something at some point, so I appreciate that. Um, um, it went to about one third of your mic for this podcast. True. Or like almost half. Yeah, probably like um I don't know, like uh many McDonald's chicken nuggets. Oh yeah. That's like three orders. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those. Hell yeah. With barbecue sauce. Hell yeah. So speaking of uh you know, some some good times. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna talk about what we're gonna talk about this week? Yeah, let's get into this movie. Um, what are we What are we discussing this week, Ashley? We are start. We are going to discuss the two thousand and five mm-hmm. horror masterpiece that is the Skeleton Key. Yes, the Skeleton Key. Uh, uh, I. I'm just going to start off by saying that I don't know if you had seen this prior. I had not seen this prior. But I will take the full blame if you do not like it because I thoroughly enjoy it. I remember watching this like many, many years ago and it was kind of like my go-to for a long time. Like when I needed comfort and I would Mm -hmm. just put it in the DVD player and just let her go. So I didn't really know much about this other than um, Kate Hudson, really. Um, yes. And um, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Like I, um, I forgot a lot about it. So I didn't. I came into this blindly. I knew that it was Kate Hudson in New Orleans, but that's all I knew. Um, and. The story is, like, very 2000-and-something trying to be, like, a mind-bender horror movie type of situation. Um, But uh, I think that overall, it's a very strong script. And, like, um, the action ramps up very well. So... Even if 
the twists are kind of very evident from even the beginning a little bit. Um, I can I can give it a pass on that, but also I totally forgot how evident it was. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and like I like a part of the twist, I was like, oh, okay, like from the beginning, but then like a, I, there was a little surprise, and I was like, oh, 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 okay. Um, but yeah, no, I. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, uh, my my one question is like I'm not a big Kate Hudson fan, but like what I, I know she was in that nine movie. Um, I don't really know much about Kate Hudson's career other than the fact that she's Goldie Hawn's daughter, which you know um, I love Goldie Hawn. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Goldie Hawn was great. She was also in How Was a Guy. She was, does a lot of rom-coms. Not so much anymore. I don't think she's done anything in a while. But, you know, Almost Famous is beautiful. Oh, that's her? That is her. Almost Famous. Bride Wars with Anne Hathaway. Um, let me see. What else did she do? She did that, did that Raising Helen rom-com where she, like... I guess gets her like sister's baby, like your sister passes away, and like her and her boyfriend, are, like I guess her parents now question mark, and like it was pretty wholesome, mm-hmm. but nine I have not seen, so I can't. I don't even like. It was one of those things where like it's like a kind of well known musical, but like not super duper well known, and then like they just tried to pack the cast with like all of these people who are like. B to A level stars and she just like, like happened to be there and it's like Kate Hudson can sing is that a thing and then I don't know it was maybe it was a fever dream like maybe I made it up I don't know no it's I mean it's there I've just never seen it and like to be honest if it's not Cabaret or Chicago I don't mm-hmm. want it well it. all I'm saying is I don't I'm I'm fully admitting that I don't know much about Kate Hudson's career and I hope that nobody comes for me about it because I don't think that's the situation we'll run into. Okay, good. Well then fine. So um She's in some movie called Gossip from the year two thousand. It's a thriller slash drama. Sure. James a cringy cringy James Marsden, so you know. Mm-hmm. Um Lena Hetty, if I'm pretty sure that, yep, that's the one from the Game of Thrones, but we're not going to talk about her. And we're not going to talk about Game of Thrones because that's not what this podcast is about. But mm-hmm. I am going to say I'm upset about it and I, I'm broken up. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I never watched it to begin with. so You're not missing anything. So, um, but yeah, Kate Hudson has done a couple things. Was like an it girl for a hot minute pretty much right after this. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. She did. She did Alex and Emma with Luke Wilson. Um. So like rom coms are her shtick, and I feel like this was like her only like ooh ah something something different. Her her only ooh ah ah sensation. She did the voice of something in Kung Fu Panda Three. In case you're wondering. Sure. Absolutely. Um. She was in this movie about Thurgood Marshall that I watched like maybe last year. And I was like, oh, she's playing a drunk, washed-up white woman. Sounds about right. Okay, yeah. I mean, isn't that where Goldie Hawn went with her career once, you know? Sure, who knows? I mean, First Wives Club, now and forever. Ugh, Uh, can we just do an episode on that? (laughs) I mean, who's stopping us, you know? 
Um, Nobody. We don't have a podcast dad. We're our own podcast dad. We're our own podcast dad. And I mean, is it not a horror that Stalker Channing kills herself in that movie? Uh, I mean, spousal abuse is a horror. So in that sense. Diane Keaton's glass is not great. That's a horror. Uh huh. Uh, you know I, what? Let's break the mold. Let's do it. Let's put it on the books. <laughs> we'll do not? it one day. Why not? why not? Um, but yeah, that Peter Sarsgaard was kind of hunky for like. Yeah. yeah, he was. Um, I think he was more charming than anything, and like, he's got a pretty reputable horror career. He was in a movie that you and I both love very much, Orphan. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I think he played the dad. No. Maybe. I believe so, yes. Been a minute, but, um, you know, he did that. He did Shattered Glass about that guy who uh, read the New York Times article that I think was plagiarized, question mark. Mm-hmm. He was in another gay classic, Boys Don't Cry. Oh, oh yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He is a very hardworking fella. He was in uh, Jackie, about Jackie O, which I really liked. It was beautifully never shot. Saw it. I never saw it. Um, like story wise, it's not great because like you heard about the Kennedys once, you heard about them a thousand times, but like uh visually it was very stunning. Costumes were great, set was great. So, you know, that is what it is. So that's <laughs> that movie. Um so that those are two like main lovebirds for a minute. Um you know, so Kate Hudson plays Caroline, Carolyn. They they mispronounce her name like 40 well, times. Her friend never... Jill is, is like says, she she doesn't call her Care or something she, like that. I think she calls her Carrie. Yeah, it's like, it, it's, it's a nickname that is not a nickname for Caroline. No, and one of my favorite lines in the movie is like, I'm 25. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> Um, like, didn't wasn't it something pertaining to like her making a change? Maybe all I know is when she said she was twenty five, I burst out hysterically laughing, and I was home alone, and I had no one to be like, Kate Hudson's supposed to be twenty five in this movie, and she is not that. But also, like, twenty five in two thousand five, I don't think that's anything to be really proud of. Um, I mean. Life was just life was very different back then. They still had such a different time. If you think about it, Um, did she even have a phone? Because I know she used the house phone at least two times. Did she have a cell phone? I think she might have because I think she called somebody. Didn't she call her friend on the cell phone? I don't know. She called her on the house phone because at the end, maybe the old lady cuts the cord. Remember. Well, right, but I mm, okay. So then maybe she didn't have a cell phone. That's neither here nor there. She was it's, getting a competitive wage for being a hospice nurse. Yeah, um, which that is a pretty much almost like a thankless fucking job. Yeah, and did she even get paid in retrospect for any of the time that she was with? No, that? no, yeah, I don't think so. I've, I've never seen a payday. There is no. Um, sense of time that's happening. I was gonna say, like, like it does this all happen within a week, a couple of weeks, or is it longer than that? I feel like it's 
longer than that. Um, but really, they, they never... Like, I don't know. I just feel like knowing her character, if she wasn't getting paid at some point, she would have complained about it, you know? Yeah, because it's the whole re- Like, that's not the whole reason that she quit her job, but, yeah. like... So maybe they... it was, like, it was, it was like the, the first two-week period, maybe, that this all happened in. And that kind of... That that I can believe. Oh, yeah. Because um, um, everything moves pretty quick. Like, literally within the first ten minutes of the movie, she's quitting her old job, goes for this interview that she finds in the paper, gets a job, moves in. Like, that's the first 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. So... Very um, much like, you know, yeah, she's, she's she's 25. She's living by the seat of her pants. Like, she doesn't... Um, she, she does doesn't have a keychain that is a guitar that says, live fast. So... And die young young yeah that that's it and that's i don't want to give any spoilers but yeah but um, you know anyway um let's do like a real quick synopsis and then let's get our reading glasses on and you know the library is open so okay so according according to imdb um do you want me to just read the one sentence synopsis here yeah no that's perfect and then we can just jump right into it because not a whole lot of things happen in this until like the last maybe 20 minutes Okay, well, fabulous. Um, A hospice nurse working at a spooky New Orleans plantation home finds herself entangled in a mystery involving the house's dark past. Um, Sure. I mean, yeah, that's fine. That that definitely condenses it down. Um, Significantly. Significantly, yeah. I feel like it's accurate, but there's a lot of twists and turns um and that's the other thing i was just like there's there's like a lot of story but a lot of it doesn't make sense until like the last five minutes and then you're like okay you know um it's like very m night Shyamalan, you know what i mean but it's not him it's like another person it's another it's it's erin kruger who wrote it I don't know who that is, but good I for them. I don't either, um, but that is who IMDb says wrote this movie. And as you know, everybody, we have live IMDb updates um, on, on on Copulators Die First. So you're welcome. Um, so this lawyer puts a ad in the paper on behalf of his client mm-hmm. um, to get a hospice nurse for his his client's husband, who is... Ailing probably has Alzheimer's. He's on his way out, but he's not like terribly. He's he just needs assistance. I wouldn't say he needs hospice. I mean, so the whole so so he had a stroke and he can't speak. Um, he is wheelchair bound, but he still has a lot of upper body strength. So, um, and 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 she asked. She asks Peter Skarsgård, Kate Hudson's character, ask Peter Skarsgård's character when she is interviewing, which we'll talk about the interview because, ugh, anyway. Um, and she asks um, which side of his body was affected by the stroke, and he's like, oh, both. That's not uh, how that happens, but okay. I mean, you know, if it's like a super massive stroke or you like two strokes like in a row, which is totally possible as well, then like, sure, whatever. Um, 
But, like, if you really had, like, such a massive stroke, like, you'd be more of a vegetable. But that's... Right. That's we know that in the end here, um, it probably wasn't a stroke. It was, like... Well, actually, we do know it's not a stroke. Um, because of what Kate Hudson's character does. Um, kind of later on in the movie. Um, but anyhow... Um, we're dancing around this party. So shall we put our reading glasses on? Let's read it, baby. Let's get it done. Oh, my God. The library is open. So. So first chapter, Caroline. <laughs> chapter one. Uh-huh. Chapter one, Caroline in the city. Um, <laughs> she's a, she, she is in the city. She's You're in the city. She's in New Orleans, uh-huh. um, which... I think this was probably right before, like, literally right before Hurricane Katrina. And I'm not joking. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, Because this came out in August of uh, 2005. And I think Hurricane Katrina was also the same time. Mm -hmm. Is it bad that in my head I'm hearing that um, Vani... You know that vine where the little kid... Hurricane Tortilla! Yeah, Hurricane Katrina, more like Hurricane Tortilla. Which is not what that is. It's not what that is. Okay, Um, so this movie literally came out, I'm pretty sure, the week before Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane mm -hmm. Katrina made landfall August 23rd, 2005. So, uh, let me just do a quick skeleton key release date. Just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Insidious Chapter 17. I don't need you. I didn't ask for you for that. Don't. Insidious Skeleton Key. No. Skeleton. Is that really a movie? Yeah, it was the last one, and it was not good. I still um, haven't seen any of them. It came out August 12th, 2005. Okay. So literally two weeks before Hurricane Katrina. And in this movie, there's a lot of you can definitely tell it's down on the bayou. There's a yeah. lot of the flooding. Um, if any anybody knows anything about me, New Orleans is my dream vacation. I would love to go there so much. I do you believe in okay, so let me ask you this. Do you believe in past life regression? Um I know it's a very heavy handed question for the subject matter, but I, I mean not really. No, not no, at it's all. Not. No, it's not, because we're gonna have to get into hoodoo and voodoo to whatever but um i so so here's the thing i like i feel like i super duper used to believe in ghosts and things like that and i don't know if i do as much anymore but like i'll never get to the point where i'm like it's not possible you know um but specifically so number one i never heard the word hoodoo before um, that's not a thing that I was aware of. I just, you know, voodoo. Um, but regardless, um, I feel like there's something very, like, guttural and real about voodoo. Like, there's something very, um, calculated and deliberate about it that like makes me super scared of it because i think it probably is real i mean it definitely is real but also maybe not because of like the power of suggestion 
Right. So I, I do feel like if I was in a situation, if we're talking about past life regression or like whatever, um, like I'd probably get something out of it, but it would also scare the ever loving shit out of me. Uh, absolutely. And on that note, I would love to cover Serpent in the Rainbow with you because that is one of my all time favorite movies. It's one of the very few that have actually scared the shit out of me because it is factually based. Mm. Um, Like I've discussed in a previous episode, when we did the Chucky episode, my father's family is from South America and they do practice a form of black magic and um, it scares the living shit out of me every time I talk about it because... um, I was not allowed to learn the practices because traditionally in the family setting, it is the firstborn male because of the fucking patriarchy. Mm. Um, So, I mean, it's not inherently like bad black magic, but it's like the same as like, you know, invoking the spirit of your ancestors, et cetera, et cetera, making offerings Mm -hmm. to your ancestors and that kind of thing. But that is not what this is. This is legit fucking black magic. Yeah, and, and, like, that's the other thing, like, I don't know if you would, and, like, this is me very much respecting everything about the practice of everything. Like, do what is in your ancestry, do what is, you know, whatever you want to do. But, like, I'm not really sure if, like, Ouija boards fit into the category of, like, black magic or anything like that like what makes i think that's more of like a spiritualism kind of thing well like who knows yeah but like same vein for me though like i fucked with the ouija board once and it like did things and i was like nope abort mission um may i ask you a question in regards to that because Uh i too have fucked with a ouija board on several occasions Uh um there is actually one that was given to me as a gift it's one of the original ones from the 60s so i thought it was pretty cool um it's it's hanging in my office which we are in the process of doing a switcheroo so next time you come visit that will be your new bedroom Mm-mm, yeah S- spooky halloween bedroom um, i love a spooky halloween bedroom but who who doesn't really um so in regards to that like i've done a lot of like research on ouija boards and using them hashtag share needles call me on the ouija board um like supposedly if you use a ouija board and you're in like a vulnerable state like if someone if you're trying to contact somebody that has just passed etc etc you're more it it ties into that power of suggestion you know what i mean it's more apt to occur that way for you versus any sort of like legitimacy if you want to take that route Mm -hmm. so did you use a ouija board around the time of personal turmoil i didn't it was um it was in one of our like mutual high school acquaintances basement. And I would say like an acquaintance for you, like more of a closer friend for me. Do you remember Laura Alonzo? Yes. I know Laura Alonzo. She was actually in Cleveland not too long ago. And I was trying to make plans to see her. All right. She, because you know, she does, she's like a big boss lady at Cadova. Yeah, I know. Like 
Good, good for her. Good on you, uh-huh. Laura Alonso. And she was, I don't know if she was opening a store here or she was doing training or something, but she was like right in the hood. And I had no idea until it was too late. And I was like, fuck, Laura, I would have, you know, yeah. reached out to you a little sooner to like, you know, hang with you and take you out for a Cadoba burrito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, do you want to eat your own food? Yeah, uh, man. Guac's always included if that's your bag. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, um, I don't like guac, but you know, whatever. So is guac not extra like a Chipotle? No, none of it's extra. Wow. Yeah, they have more menu options too. Plus we had Cadoba before we had a Chipotle. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. we didn't have a Chipotle in Springfield or anywhere near Springfield for a hundred years. We did not. This is very true. I've never had Qdoba, um, but as we've discussed before, I'm a very big fan of Chipotle, even if my stomach's not a big fan of Chipotle all the time. Um but um yeah so laura alonzo's basement some random day of high school i don't know if we were doing a sleepover because we did a lot of those or if it was like a random like weekend day or something but we just decided to do the ouija board and see if there was like anybody in her basement and we contacted somebody we asked i'm gonna say his name only because i remember it was a man but i don't remember his name but like once we got through like him identifying himself i think somebody asked like how did you die or something like that and i was like oh no we're getting (laughs) here like i gotta go so i want out i want out now um and in from what I remember I don't think we closed out the session properly like based on the Ouija board movies and things like that mm-hmm. like we didn't say thank you or things like so um yeah no but it was creepy and like it was cool but like I just like what if there's the chance of like you doing it one time and like turning it turns into the exorcist do you know what I mean like uh, or the Ouija movies like I just don't I don't want that to happen. You I know? mean, that's a very distinct possibility. I <sighs> listen. I've spent hours upon hours doing research about demonic possessions. I've read multiple texts. Like, I it's it's like brain food for me. I want to learn all about it that I can. Mm-hmm. But circling back around. Right. Um, so, Kate so, Hudson does not use a Ouija board. No, but the doesn't. reason I asked about past life regression, regression is that I do believe in past life. I that's that's where I existed was New Orleans because oh yeah I've mm-hmm. never been drawn so hard to a place that I've never been to. So like I I need to go see those graves. The cool like yeah you know, uh, Spanish moss just gives me such like a agricultural boner. Like, I, I want to go on all of the cemetery tours. I want to go on the ghost tours. I want to stuff my face with all of the food that I can possibly uh, Yes. I want to go to the Lori mansion and cry because I know it's haunted and I know it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, Marissa Proto's basement I know is for sure haunted and scary. Marissa Proto's house is fucking haunted and I scary. I don't think I've ever been in Marissa Proto's basement. Um, I was helping her look for something down there one day. I'm pretty sure it was like the last time I was ever over there. And I don't think it was coincidentally, 
but who knows? Um, but like we were in the basement and nobody was home. Her sister wasn't home. Her mom wasn't home. And one of the doors upstairs shut on its own. Oh, well, you know. And I was like, mm, I I didn't do that. I'm right here and I'm going to leave. So, you know, I'm not fucking with anything. And you know what? Probably 10 out of 10, her sister definitely conjured up a demon in that household. Oof. I mean, it could have been wind or it could have been a demon like. <laughs> <laughs> it's either there's no middle ground, wind or a demon. Like, like maybe it, maybe maybe it was born with it. Maybe it's possession. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she was born with it. Maybe it's demonic possession. I don't know. It's Maybelline. Uh, uh, so we're in New Orleans. We're getting a job yeah. as a hospice nurse. Uh-huh. Um, we're going for a really cringy interview with gross white boys, good old Southern Baptists. Um, I'm not into that. That's pretty um, scary. Mm-hmm. But Violet Devereaux is. Um, Blanche Devereaux's cousin. Uh, I guess so. Wouldn't that be fantastic? But uh, um, marriage. I do enjoy her. Um, she's a strong. She's a tough woman. She's a strong HBIC. She's the head bitch in that house. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way gonna fuck with her. Although, um, to be honest with you, the way they played it out. Um, after not seeing it for a very long time, I was like, wait, are they, like, is that her husband or is that her brother? Because it could go either way. Yeah. Um, cause like, obviously, and this is like heavy spoiler alert, but we also have our spoiler at the beginning. So like double shame on you if you don't stop right now. Um, like she never kisses him on the mouth. And when I say him, I mean, Ben in the wheelchair, um not the lawyer guy not the lawyer guy um but then again i guess it doesn't really matter okay but here's my qualm and i'm sure you will at least understand this maybe not agree but um my confusion was like are they siblings or are they spouses because they have like this weird nod to the people that lived in the house before them that were siblings oh you so you are you talking about cecile and justice like no the the children well that that they bought the house from because they were like oh you know they fell on hard times in the 60s we came here from savannah xyz and like she weirdly has a photo of them and knowing what we know and slash i i mean you can kind of guess what's happening well, wait, so I'm confused, though, because it's all the same people. No, it's not. Are we because sure? The, so, okay, okay so, so in the photo, there are two little children, correct? correct. And yeah. then the, there's a photo behind that photo. And then that, there's... That is Cecile and Justify with the two babies. Well, right. And by babies, I mean they're like eight, nine years old. They're babies. The, the chillin'. But then... So what you come to find this is okay. So this is my understanding of the timeline of things that night when they had the party. Yes. Where the two, I'm just going to say the two black individuals who we believe to be Cecile and justice are hung they're fucking lynched violently. That's yeah. another spoiler warning. And, and, Trigger and, and warning. Justice, like, 
Well, I think they both end up also getting burned to death. Like they, they were, do. and then they also were sent on fire, like before they even really died from the hanging. But and that's um, very graphic, especially for two thousand five <laughs> when the problems that we are having now weren't yeah. as obvious and in your face, which is also a shame. They should have been more prevalent, and people should have been more aware of them. But yeah, but it was, it was then the I was like, "Fuck! I forgot this happened." Like, but so nice. So, yeah, so in my mind, Cecile and Justice already had this plan hatched to continue to live, quote, forever. And they put the kids in the attic so that they could put themselves in the children's bodies. So when the black bodies who we think are Cecile and Justice get lynched, that's actually the children because the still injustice are already in the children's bodies. Right. I and mean, then, that's possible. And then they grow up and who they, we need, know, they need new bodies. Right. And so who we believe are Ben and Violet Devereaux are the children grown up. And then um, justice has already found his new body in the lawyer dude and Kate Hudson is Cecile's like new host body. Um, that's what I thought had happened. Right. But in the beginning, uh-huh. before that's even a thing. Right. I thought that like Cecile and justify like, I totally forgot that they were even a thing, but I definitely remember there was some weird voodoo magic that was happening. And I thought that the people that were actually the brother and the sister inhabited mm-hmm. these new bodies. Mm-hmm. So that is where my confusion of, are they married or are they uh, siblings? Uh, you I see where you. I'm putting those puzzles together? Now I do. And, and I suppose, I suppose that, if the children were to end up making out at some point, that would seem inappropriate. <laughs> That's just inappropriate. The whole yeah. thing's inappropriate. Yeah. Also, I keep saying justice, but you're you keep saying justify, and you're right. His name is Justify. It's not Papa. justice. Papa Justify. Justify and Cecile. And um, um, he was a prominent witch doctor, but yeah, Violet, correct? Is it Violet? Violet. You're turning Violet. Violet was like, she was given the backstory and she was like, he was a two headed doctor. And I was like, fuck, that's a heavy handed way of saying he was, you know, taking money from all the hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so they go into the spiel. There are no fucking mirrors in the house. Right. Not a one. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is. A wonderful use of effects when she, Kate Hudson does get a mirror. But, like, how long is she in the house before she goes snooping around and thinks she shouldn't be fucking snooping in? Mind uh, your own damn business. Well, it seems like um, five minutes. You know five what I mean? minutes. Yeah, I mean, because fucking white people don't know how to leave shit alone. Um, and then, you know, it's like, okay, you have your skeleton key. Um, it opens all the doors. And she's like, okay. And then she goes into the attic. Well, she snoops around in the attic before she has to go up there to get the seeds for Violet, who is planting things in the garden. Um, 
But then when she goes back up to get the seeds, there's like the whole jingle jangle behind the door thing. And she's like a secret door. But then she's like, oh, my skeleton key's not opening this door that is here. That's weird. And then like like a dumbass, she's like, I thought the skeleton key worked for every room in the house. And Violet's like, yeah, it does. What are you talking about, bitch? Um, and she's like, but the one in the attic. And then Violet's like, well, I've never been in there. Bullshit, motherfucker. You've been That's in a there fucking bold-faced lie. Oh, well, I mean, eventually we find out that everything Violet has said is a fucking bold-faced <laughs> lie. Um, but then, like, also, like, I guess my other is just so, like, so they, oh... Did you okay? Give it to me in real time. What did you just figure out? I just figured so you know how Caroline is so concerned that Violet is trying to do harm to Ben the entire movie. I just realized that on Violet's end, it was all an act to get Caroline there to believe in the voodoo hoodoo to that you do so well right so that <laughs> so that so that the whole incantation would work so that they could actually switch bodies and Cecil would now be in Kate Hudson's body no. but at the same time Ben was all like ah I got to get the fuck out of here because it's not actually Ben in that body. It's the lawyer in that body who's like, how the fuck did this happen? So that's why Ben is trying to escape. It's not because Violet is doing anything bad to him. It's because he's like, I'm not in my body. What is going on? Right. Like his spirit slash soul is not in the body that it was supposed to be in. He is restless. And whatever they do post switcheroo freaky friday um they like it they give them something and it puts them in a in like a stroke like yeah yeah. they can't speak it's probably another recipe from you know the book or whatever um but that also explains why after she stopped giving him his med, after Kate Hudson stopped giving Ben his meds, and then she did that like cleansing spell on him that he like suddenly could talk for like a hot minute. Um, but at that point, she did not realize that it was not Ben in that body. Body, yaddy, yaddy. Body, yaddy, yaddy. There's just, it's like body, yaddy, yaddy snatchers literally i mean snatched his body he got him's got a new one right and that and that sassy uh southern baptist slow draw mm-hmm. like hot in the summertime i want sweet tea on the porch fella that's literally exactly the, the next thing i was hoping to come out of your mouth was something about sweet tea so i mean it's perfect. a vessel they use it yeah um, but like honestly, like how much longer do they think that they could keep this up? Like they're not gonna need new bodies for another like fifty years, maybe. 
but like maybe more than that. But like at the same time, like you don't know what the landscape of the world is going to be at that point. So like, are you going to end up dying in these bodies that aren't yours to begin with? Mm-hmm. Um, but um... I guess it, at the same time, they'll never get their real bodies back because they were lynched because hashtag America. Um, yeah, so they were, like, doing a, like, a spiritual to, she didn't even, I wish she could, I wish she could have seen the fucking flashback, because if she had seen the flashback, she would have known that the kids were in the circle, it wasn't to protect them, hunty, it was to take their fucking bodies. It was to keep them from leaving the circle. So, so those children, yeah. So those children actually died in yep. that fire. They burned children. So like they technically got double revenge on the owners of the plantation because not only did they not actually die, they also ended up killing their children. Not that they know that. Um, the owners of the plantation originally, I mean, but. Um, and it wasn't like, wasn't it like in like modern more modern times like the 1910s like it was it was during jim crow south that's for sure Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like immediately post-slave liberation no it was definitely i I, did she really even say a year i don't know okay so Um, she said that they came over from savannah in 62 1962? 1962. So that's when they, I'm assuming, got got other bodies. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or at least slightly prior to that. So I'm assuming it's like 1920s because it was like a flappery, you know, kind of 30s. uh, Fuck. What's that book? Um, The Great Gatsby? That's the one. That's where my brain was going when I had a brain mm-hmm. fart. It's very, like, it starts, like, that time is, like, a very Gatsby-era Jim Crow South. Yeah, I was, like, very, it was, like, for the white people, it was Apollance. You own everything. And then. You own everyone. Yeah. Not so much for anyone with skin that is not milky white. Oopsies. Just um, definitely not for the waspy fellows, if you catch mm-hmm. my drift. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So sh- we're moving along. We're chugging through so she opens up the the room of requirement the secret attic the room the attic um and she finds a bunch of weird uh hoodoo voodoo junk like very clearly there's candles there's chalk there's um definitely a voodoo doll with that kind of looks like her question mark because she does have that dream where her eyes and her mouth are sewn shut with her own hair which did me a disgust i forgot about it and i didn't care for it Mm -hmm. um so then she's like what the fuck and then she's like oh hey like by the way i opened that room question mark have you been in there she's like nobody's been in that room and i don't know how many years you shouldn't be going in there and touching stuff right don't go in there and touch other people's stuff but also, she went in there, and then she broke whatever was in that jar. She broke that jar. I don't um, think it was anything important, to be honest. But, like, you know, just, like, don't touch other people's things and then destruct them. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. it, it uh, Criminal mischief. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. And, like, I she's like, yeah, like, I'm here. I'm the caretaker. But, like, also, you're going a little bit overboard. 
Um, we understand that you're kind of driven by the guilt of not being around to take care of your father before he passed away. And that's why you decided to, you know, become a nurse and we get it. But like, also, here's an idea. A part of being a nurse is self-care and probably going into a room that was like blocked and locked away full of like pickled organ parts, um, and like all kinds of things that are alien to you in one way or another maybe don't do it yeah um uh where are we going besides giving a psa onto how not be a shitty house guest yeah Uh, really honestly at the end of the day like they're paying for you to be there all they're asking in return is to go run errands and you know spend time with Ben and give him baths and like you seem perfectly fine with that like you want to do that like you're like super like this is what I'm here to do it's my calling so don't go around fucking up people's houses I mean ultimately here you know they were fucking with her but perhaps she would have realized they were fucking with her earlier if she wasn't sticking her nose in a lot of business, she didn't need to be. I don't know. Um, I feel like so when we get to the end after the epic brawl of her fighting literally for her soul, mm-hmm. um, Kate Hudson's body and Snatcher remark that like they just don't believe like they used to. Yeah, and so I thought that was fantastic because it was 2005 and it was clearly a, um, what is the word, commentary on where humans were going, where technology was going, where our values and morals were going, um, where our belief system was going. Um, And it still rings very true today that, you know, a lot of people just don't have respect for history like they should. Um, and I mean, certainly in New Orleans, um, voodoo, and I'm also assuming hoodoo as well, which I still didn't realize that there was a difference between them until this movie and then I looked it up. But um, it, it still is very much a co- part of the culture there. And technically, Kate Hudson, she is not from around these parts. She's from New Jersey. Bitch. She's from she's from Hoboken, New Jersey. Which um, they're like, you know, if Violet had done any sort of research at all into other people's culture, she would know. The Garden State ain't nothing to shit on, baby. We are two thirds lush greenery. I mean, they don't have a computer. And they that's okay. I mean, they don't go to the library. So they've been at least around for a hundred years because they don't die. They've definitely never been to New Jersey. So, you know. No, they've been to Savannah and back. That's about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so um, you know, they're doing the thing and there's like an epic battle for bodies, and then uh Kate Hudson's running around the house and then she's like using the brick dust yeah. to steal off the doorways and Mr. Sassy Lawyer Colonel Sanders just can't go up them stairs. My 
Honestly, though, one of my favorite parts of after Kate Hudson starts heavily using the brick dust because she. Oh, there's oh, not wow. enough dust in that jar for how heavily she's using it. Um, so, so that like scene that's like basically ten minutes long, where Violet is making, she's making dinner, but like I wasn't sure if she was making a concoction to actually kill. Well. Not kill because she needs Caroline's body alive, but like knock her out or something. But and she she puts the brick dust under the rug to get into her bedroom, and then she's like, "Hey, I need you to come here to this specific corner that I'm <laughs> ending in because there is a leak here. Can you please come here, please? Like, oh no, just take this towel. No, can you bring the towel to me? Because I don't want to move. Why is it that you cannot come into this room? I don't understand. Um, And it was just like so heavy handed, but like in a way that I appreciated because it went beyond like being eye roll worthy into like I have to respect her territory um honestly it was is it, it, it was a campy moment it was very campy it was very campy we should have saved this for summer camp but i honestly forgot all about it um so yeah so they do the thing and the she thinks she's being a clever witch and she makes that circle and then she was like oopsie i did the wrong thing i'm gonna it just it all went out the window well, yeah, it's like ultimately all along, Cecile and Justifying knew what the fuck they were doing. Like, this was a masterclass in like psychological manipulation. And I suppose when you've been living for over a hundred years, you're like probably better at it than people that have only lived one life on this earth. Um, but man, like, there were so many layers to this plan. And then, like, after all of that, even with all of the, I mean, I mean, some of the shit that Caroline ended up doing was aggravating to them because it was not in the plan. But like, like they put Ben's body on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, and then she covered him with he a was like scarf. he was like an elf on the shelf, and the guard the garden shed was flooded. And he's like trying to hack at her with tiny pruning shears. I know. She 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 takes the tarp off, and he's like, "I'm gonna get you!" Huh, 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 with his like partially working hand that he's just like trying to squeeze the cleaver, and he can't even do it. And she's like, "Because she's atrophied." Yeah. He's trying, man. I applaud his efforts, especially when she's running away from Violet. You're turning Violet Beauregard, and she fucking jumps in that rowboat. <laughs> yeah, like she was gone for a long time, which means that Ben was under that tarp for a long time. It was like a day, like a half yeah. a day. Like poor Ben. And then because like, she she rode her way all the way to uh, Poppy Lawyer Man's apartment, mm-hmm. and then he ends up just fucking beating beating her ass right into the drum set. Like it was like Step Brothers for five seconds. I mean, I I I assume that drums 
kits are pretty expensive. So they are. They're very expensive. I mean, I suppose anything in that apartment they didn't pay for though, because you know his body yadi yadi was snatched. So, um, <sighs> but uh, I do, I do love how there's a reverence and respect in this movie specifically for jazz, and how jazz music is used throughout the movie to signify certain things so like for instance when they're in the body adi adi snatched lawyer's apartment and caroline realizes that he's playing the same record that she's heard before at the mansion that violet has played and she's like hmm that's weird I mean, mind you, though, she's in New Orleans, so, like, jazz is everywhere, so it's not... But, like, obviously you get the point that it's supposed to be, like, oh, my God, I understand what's going on now, and I'm just realizing that this man is not himself because he was body-adi snatched. Um, so there was, like, there was, there was a lot of good storytelling. There was a lot of good moments like that where it's not just, like, story through dialogue. It's, like story through different means um i mean overall i don't have many qualms with this film i will say i thought that kate hudson was going to get up at the end and she was going to be fine um because i didn't understand the the mirror thing you know what i mean like so they took all the mirrors down because why? Because obviously they didn't take them down because Ben had a stroke because he saw evil in the mirror. Was it because the mirror was somehow going to give Ben the ability to get his body back or something like I was so confused okay so how they did it was like um they used they were like oh the mirrors you could see the ghosts in the house uh-huh. but like there there shouldn't be a ghost because their souls went to a different body uh-huh. for there to be a ghost there would have to be a soul uh-huh. technically technically in the world of horror that's not how ghosts work but that's how it would make sense I don't know. I'm not a ghost. Maybe someday. <laughs> Something but, to aspire to, you know. God, I just want to be a ghost when I grow up. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's, I mean, like, that's basically the movie, because they were like, oh, hey, um, you're going to have a stroke now because you're going to do a body switch, Freaky Friday. So was and... it like, oh, wait, so was it that if they stared in the mirror, their spirit could get trapped in the mirror, so that's why the mirrors couldn't be there? Maybe, I don't know, they don't ever really do anything with it because they only they only really explain it from the side of ben's well they don't they they don't directly explain that the mirrors are down because ben saw something in the mirror that gave him the stroke um but it's obviously heavily implied something it was something like that they don't really actually explain and that's fine i don't need an explanation if that's the one thing in this movie that doesn't work then so anyway there's yeah, so so we're really like that was I think that was like our most efficient run through ever, like honestly. But like, yeah, so it, in summary, Kate Hudson feels bad that she wasn't around to help her father who died without her knowing, so she becomes a hospice nurse 
She takes this job in a gorgeous plantation house in the bayou. Um, she gets trick-a-dude trick by Justify and Cecile, who have been living for a very long time by, you know, switching bodies with people over time. And ultimately, um, this is just like, it, it's hoodoo body adi adi snatching. And I'm here for it. Caroline ends up in the old lady's body and oopsie doodles. Now she's probably going to die very quickly instead of having a full life. But, you know, mm, you believe she, she she got a new old body. But um, OK, so let's uh, let's wrap this up really quick. Pumpkins, uh, Nicholas, as a first time watcher. Um, it's uh, OK. So it's 2005. There's a lot of moody camera angles, you know, there's a lot of um, overexposed shots. There's a lot of angular shots. Um, there's like a little bit of unnecessary, at least for me, cut hate, uh, Kate Hudson side boob. Like I didn't need to see that, but whatever. Um, I'm going to give it a four. Oh, that's fair. That's I was going to give it a four and a half, but that's because, like I said, this used to be a comfort item for me for a long time. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it again, that same sort of comfort resonated with me, and I felt like I was back in my old teenage room, 2005, and fucking moody as fuck. Because I was moody as fuck yesterday when I rewatched it. So, mm-hmm. you know, not much has changed as a 29-year-old homo. 29-year-old homo. Yeah. Okay, so, so that means we gave it a 8.5 out of 10, which is like a B plus. It's better than the scores that it got online. Oh, yes, it is. But like, I think it was I, like a 45. Oh, 37 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is bullshit. And 47 on Metacritic, which, I mean, I get it. It has its issues, but it's not unwatchable and it's not terrible. That's all I'm going to no, say. Like, I actually enjoyed it. Um, so... Um, do I think that there's probably a better title for this movie than the skeleton key? Probably. Um, but I get why they named it that. I just feel like it's almost like they are honing in on one minute detail and there could have been a more creative title, but here nor there. Okay, the way I see it, they use that title because the skeleton key unlocks all the rooms and she unknowingly unlocked all the secrets and that's where I'm leaving it. Okay, fine. I mean, it's it's it is what it is. I enjoyed this movie. I respect this movie. It makes me want to go visit New Orleans, but like I always want to do that anyway. I just want to stuff my face with beignets, please. Oh, uh, yes, beignets and gumbo. Fuck, yes. Yeah, and like just like all of the pan sauces, like all of the rice, all of the beans. Give me that dirty rice. All of the sausages, all of the seafood, except like I'm not a big fan of like lobster or crabs. So like I don't, maybe, I don't like crawfish. Yuck. Yeah. Oh, and no crawfish. And like I, yeah, I, I will not fucks with like sucking the head and all that shit. Like, Ooh, no, thank you. No. That Thanks. is not you. this kind of podcast. 
Uh, yeah, uh-huh. This is this this is this is a this is a children's podcast. This you is know, a obviously. community and we will not have that kind of talk in here. Well, I, I I I apologize. Um I don't care. Whatever. Um uh, so yeah, so that's that. And um, uh sign off. Um well, do we want to have a quick gay meeting, like a super quick one? Yeah, let's give it a let's give it a twofer because it is midnight and i have to be at work tomorrow yes because tomorrow is friday and we are over it so anyway gotta get down on friday gotta get down on that friday um so that was i felt like a dad when i said that that was gross (laughs) anyway okay um, veggie dad we already we already talked about pride merch that is more is coming um we would love for you to purchase some pride merch and celebrate with us throughout June. Um, the only other thing is Ashley and I are trying to start up mini episodes. I know a while back we talked about calling our mini episodes, boner episodes, um, chode episodes, if you will. Um, but then like nothing ever really came of it, but we want to give you more content. So what we're hoping to do is have mini episodes, mini boner episodes coming very soon. Um, and what we'd like to try to do is make those boner episodes like Q and A's, but what we want to call it is, um, just say it. You have to say it. Fags. Frequently asked gays. Frequently asked gays. Can we get... So, fag number one. (laughs) Um, We'll be coming out soon with your help. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we need your help. We need you to, with a prompt, obviously, that I will put on our Instagram, give us questions or comments um, to share on the mini episode with everyone. Um, and then we hope that it becomes a regular, I mean, not like super regular, but like a regular thing, you know? Well, do you, maybe we can do one fag a month. Yeah. Like, oh, well, honey, Whoa. <laughs> I do one, I do one fag a month. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, uh... Again, again, gross. I'm sorry. It's midnight. I'm delirious. Uh, um, let's get over it. So anyway, um, so a fag a month will keep the doctor away. I mean, th- that is something that I can attest to. But um, but with so that, yeah. uh, slide into our DMs. Send us messages. Send us questions. Send us um, comments. Anything weird. And nothing is too weird. Yeah. Just um, a- ask us, what does it matter? Just like, just whatever. Like, literally, with us. Literally, we want whatever. To know you. Um, I, we want know. to know you, and this will be an attempt to get to know us a little better. Yeah, I just other than you know the facade of this podcast, which is pretty much us on a regular basis anyway. Yeah, I but know. So it's not much of a facade, but also like um, more professional, maybe. I mean, don't don't send dick pics. Um, we don't want it. None of us. Um, but if you do, you're you'll get a shame shout out. I just made that up right now, but yeah, we'll put you on the walk of shame, and we'll put you up on our shame wall. How dare you? And um, it, it won't even be a picture of your dick because I don't want that in my house. And um, that seems inappropriate. Anyway, it'll just be your username framed, and we will send it to your mom. 
just and they won't understand but it's fine um yeah so coming soon um that and um also if you're not on instagram or it's easier for you to email us with i don't know a little story a question a movie suggestion what have you or if you know us on a personal level uh-huh text us that's oh, text us don't call me i want to answer i'll think something's wrong but i also want to answer mm-hmm. but also our email address is copulators die first podcast at gmail.com and um, that is also an invitation to our international listeners who yeah. cannot text us we would like to hear from you tell us where you're from our yeah. demographic says you're from all over the place and that's fucking cool so tell us about yourself Tell us about, you know, your favorite food, where you're from. Um, I don't know, man. Tell us your favorite color. Ask us our favorite color. Ask us what pant leg we put on first, left or right. I don't know. Engage us because we want to know you. We want to make a fam with you. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or just, like, send us a message that says Shaka Khan. Yeah. And- um, is, that, is that the safe word, Shaka Khan? It is, but I'll just you know I'll appreciate I'll appreciate that you know. Um, anyway, we are rambling on because it's midnight and we're both overtired. So rambles. Um, we've done our job for this week. I don't really feel like we read this movie to that much filth, but that's kind of because we both liked it. So whatever. We can't be mean to everyone yeah. as much as I want to. So, um, as always, I I implore you, um, but very politely to please rate and subscribe on iTunes so that we can be seen by more eyeballs and listened to with more ears. Um, If we get 30 comments, we will escalate to the new and notable section, which means we will get more exposure, which means better content, maybe a sponsor. Maybe that sponsor will escalate into us being able to afford more and better merch. So it's in your best interest Uh to leave a comment on iTunes specifically. We have like 12 right now. So like, please, please, please. If you don't have an iTunes account, oh, you should have an iTunes account. But if you don't, um, borrow your friends. Yeah, just like take their phone and be like, yeah. what are you doing? I, don't worry I'm about not, it. I'm really. not swiping. I'm not swiping, I promise. Yeah, exactly. I'm just commenting on this podcast iTunes review. And I subscribed you. So and I subscribed you welcome. and I did you a favor. You don't have to listen, but like, I mean, yeah. you can if you want. Yeah. Um. What else? Is that it? Is there I anything really- else? I'm pretty sure that's it for this week. Uh, so that that concludes our little gay meeting. Gay meeting. Um, gay agenda. That's our fucking gay agenda. That, ugh, we messed that up. It's the gay agenda. Jesus. That's Christ. okay. That's what edit. Hunty, that is what editing is for. It's a gay agenda. Anyway. Um, you should have a pride shirt that says gay agenda on it. I'm just saying. I feel like that probably exists already. Damn it. Um, and. That's good. I'm good with it. Are you good with it? I'm I'm I am good with this. I don't know why I am stammering, but I'm good with this. And I think it's time for some bed. Some bed. And mm-hmm. with that, pumpkins, we bid you adieu. Uh-huh. So long. Avita saying goodbye. Uh-huh. Um I'm not gonna sing it. I do love sound of music, but I'm not gonna sing it. Wow. I was just gonna say keep on creeping on because I wasn't sure. Do it. Do it. You do it this time. I like well, when you do it. I, I kind of just did it, but um, pumpkins keep on creeping on. 
And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.